Good morning, listeners, and thank you for tuning in to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Agnes Drew, bringing you day 525 of our broadcast. Does anyone out there in listening land know what today is? Anyone? I know this isn't a call-in show, and no one will be able to answer me, so I will answer for you. It's March 15th, the Ides of March. Most of you probably know that date as the day of Julius Caesar's assassination. I mean, really, what could be more iconic than the death of Julius Caesar, the dictator of the Roman Republic, whose death would pave the way for Augustus to become the first emperor of Rome? Everyone knows all about that, right? If you do know the history I'm referring to, you're probably most familiar with it because of William Shakespeare, the English playwright whose play Julius Caesar has been studied in high school literature classes the world over. Julius Caesar is one of Shakespeare's most well-known works, and with good reason. It's full of intrigue, tragedy, violence, politics, war, and men in togas talking a whole lot about themselves. It also contains prophecy. The Ides of March is part of a soothsayer's warning to Caesar. Beware the Ides of March, the soothsayer says. But Caesar doesn't listen. He's at the height of his power, in the middle of a victory parade celebrating his triumph over his rivals. And some stranger gives him a cryptic warning? I probably would have brushed it off too. But the soothsayer's warning turns out to be true, and on the Ides of March today, Julius Caesar is assassinated by a conspiratorial group that fears his growing power and includes some of his most loyal friends. The big tragedy of Julius Caesar lies in the question, was it worth it? Brutus believes that the death of Caesar is for the good of Rome. He is a friend of Caesar the man, but Caesar the king? The dictator? The ruler of Rome, a republic that Brutus loves so much? That Caesar becomes enough of a threat that, for Brutus, the death of Caesar the man is a price worth paying for the good of his country. But Caesar's death does not save the country. It sparks a war, a war after which Antony is victorious, and thus the republic becomes an empire, and Rome has itself an emperor. Brutus's fears come true, and he must share the blame for the fate of Rome. Had Caesar not been killed, we do not know how Rome would have been changed. After all, despite Caesar's growing power, he did refuse to be crowned king three times. Perhaps there was another way to save the Republic. But we will never know. I bring all this up today because, of course, it is the Ides of March after all. But thinking about all this, it does make me wonder what the politicians of our current world are up to, and whether or not they had any hand in what happened to it. Was there some conspiracy happening in the shadows? Max seems to think so sometimes. We each see such a small piece of the puzzle, though, that I think we will never know. All I see is what happened to me, not what happened at the highest levels of our government— We still don't have any idea what happened to the military. How are we to have any guess as to what happened to cause the downfall of the whole world? And I wonder if that's what the Roman people are thinking during the play. They hail Caesar when he returns victorious. They want to make him king. Then they experience the loss of a leader and are then torn apart by a war with only the explanation of two grand speeches to go on. As a collective, they are fickle and easily swayed. But as individuals, what does their country look like to them? Chaos? A broken system? 
Does this civil war that turns a republic into an empire feel to the citizens of Rome like the end of the world? Julius Caesar got a warning. The soothsayer gave him a date to be aware of, and his wife Portia had dreams that scared her so much she begged him to stay home. And yet he went, and died on the steps of the Curia, and set a chain of events in motion. The citizens of Rome had no warning. They had no prophecy to ignore or obey. They had no dreams that urged them to stay home. And neither did we. I certainly had no idea what was coming for us. I had no idea what my life would become. But the Caesars of the world, did they know? Did they have any signs, any warnings of what was going to happen to their people if they did not listen? Did they fear the Ides of March? That's not a question I'm going to get an answer to anytime soon. But I feel like it's a question I want to ask nonetheless. I hope you listeners have a good day ahead of you, despite what happened on this day in ancient history. We'll be back tomorrow. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, I'm Agnes Drew. Take care of each other.